Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's voice memo. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks since the last one, and I also took a few extra days uh, because I just recently got back from Korea, and I was not... I don't know why. Normally, I have the energy to record one of these episodes, but I was not about to just sit down and talk for 20 minutes. I, I just kind of had to like adjust to the time zones and everything, but we have a lot to talk about. It's been... Honestly, the, the last time I recorded a podcast episode was over a month ago now, maybe like a month and two weeks, because everything you've heard in the past few episodes has been pre-recorded. So I guess this is the first podcast episode I've done in a very long time, and it does feel kind of weird. Honestly, it does feel really weird. Uh, it's a bit late right now, so I'm going to make this one a bit quicker, uh, because I have a lot of things to talk about regarding my trip to Korea. Um, you know, staying there for the entire month, a lot of different things happen. First off, it was great to finally see a lot of my family. It's been like 10 years since I've seen uh, some of my cousins and my aunt and uncle and my grandma, grandpa. And I think overall, uh, it gave me a new appreciation for family. Uh, because honestly, like back at home in the States, it's basically just me and my mom and my dad. And then we go down to where the rest of our family is down in Maryland, like once or twice a year. So I'm not normally around that many people. So it was cool to like feel loved and and feel the love I have for, for my cousins and hang out with them and spend time with them. It, it was a it was a beautiful thing. But anyways, that being said, the, the trip actually did start out, start out pretty tough. If, if I'm being completely honest, what ended up happening. So to go to Korea, because the COVID restrictions are a bit more severe there, uh, you have to get tested first and get a negative test result to fly to Korea. And then what you have to do is once you get there, you have to get tested, then have a seven day quarantine, then get tested again. I passed all of those with flying colors, except for the final COVID test. I have no idea how I got uh, COVID during quarantine, which is really weird, but I ended up getting COVID. Thankfully, my grandparents didn't get it. Um, but yeah, I, so I ended up spending like two weeks in the same room, which is honestly tough. Uh, it's been a long time since I've like been stuck in place because of any quarantine or anything. Uh, but being in a single room for two weeks, it, it messes with you. Um, and a lot of overthinking, a lot of anxiety there, but we're not going to talk a lot about that. Um, I have a YouTube video coming out about the trip soon, so we can kind of talk about that there, but Overall, it was a great trip, a very long trip. We did so much stuff during that time. We went to Seoul. We went to Jeju Island. We, we did so much amazing stuff. You're going to see it in this video. I'm, I'm really excited for it. But overall, I, I think it's one of those trips where before I went, I was honestly kind of like not nervous, but more like, oh, gosh, like what am I going to do taking an entire month off and you know, I, I always knew I had to go because obviously it's been like 10 years since I've seen my family and I want to see them and I want to experience Korea because it's a basically a brand new place. Like I was there when I was 10 and I don't remember much, but it, obviously I had to go, you know, like I wanted to go. But a part of me was also very anxious because like one month off of creating content or or posting videos on Instagram or Basically being a part of like the, the content creator industrial machine and, and taking a month off of that was very hard. And I think the biggest thing I learned from from that was that like I got to fix my relationship with productivity and, and posting content because if I get that anxious by taking one month off, then my relationship with whatever I'm doing probably isn't the best. So a uh, lot to think about there, a lot to break down. 
Uh, but just in general, it was a great trip. And I don't want to talk more about it because I feel like I'll go over it more. Uh, but uh, one, one cool thing that did happen during the trip. Uh, so this was like during my end of my quarantine. So like the last day of my quarantine, I didn't have COVID anymore. I was pretty good. But just for precaution, I was, I was still quarantining, right? And so my windows open because the weather was nice. And I'm laying there in bed and I start hearing this like animal noise. It's like a whine, but it's like, I didn't necessarily know what it was. At first I thought it was like a cat or something. And, and it was very loud because I was in the house and it was obviously coming from outside. I was like, what is that? It sounds like an animal. And so it doesn't stop. So I head outside and in the area we were at in Korea, it's actually very rare, but it's like the countryside, right? Not a lot of people live in the country. Most people live in big cities like Seoul um, or Busan, but you don't really think of the country or like the middle of nowhere, rural areas when you're, you know, talking about Korea, because normally all we see in, in media is like the big cities, but we're staying in the middle of the countryside in the middle of nowhere in Korea. And this specific area, it's called Nonsan city specific area is known for strawberries. Like for some, and honestly, the strawberries there were amazing. We had a local strawberry man, like an old dude, just come by, drop off some strawberries. It was really wholesome. It was really nice. And the strawberries there are like, no joke, really good. Like I came back today, I ate some strawberries from America and they just didn't hit the same. But why I'm telling you this is because basically everything is like strawberry fields. And because of how the sewer systems work, it's kind of just like a ditch, but it's surrounded with concrete. I'm not sure why they do it like this. It's just kind of how it is. And so I, I walk out a little further. I'm hearing this like whining noise uh, almost. And I walk out. I'm like, where's this coming from? And I see a puppy, a dog that fell into this ditch. Now, unfortunately, or, or kind of how it is, is like in the countryside, there are a lot of like stray dogs going around. I mean, these are completely like wild dogs. So I guess they're kind of doing their own thing. Uh, but there are a lot of stray dogs around. And what ended up happening is this little puppy. Uh, he, he's a little white puppy. He's so cute. He fell in and it looks like he's been in this ditch in this, in this, I, I don't know what to call it, but like this canal for a while. And there's just like muddy water because it's been raining uh, in this ditch. And I, I know when you think of ditch, you think of like, oh, why can't he just get out? Because ditches are normally like, you know, grass or, or whatnot. Uh, but it's more of like a ditch where there's concrete on the side. So it, it's very hard to get out. Right. And this dog's whining clearly in distress, kind of tired, and he's been there for a while. So I call over everyone. Uh, we're getting like, you know, everyone's coming out. And the thing is, in the area we live, it's like all old people. So no one else was coming out. It was just like me and my mom and, and our family. And I was getting like really stressed because we we're like, okay, how do we save this dog? You know, the thing about saving like a completely wild animal is that like, of course, it's not going to like you, even though you're trying to help it, even though it kind of knows like it needs help and it's whining. So because of that, we didn't want to like stress it out more. So we called 911 and maybe like 20 minutes later, it was pretty intense because like the dog like started falling asleep kind of. And uh, I was kind of scared. So I was sitting there. He stopped barking at us for a bit. Just like kept waking him up. And eventually the, the firefighters come, pick him up, put him in a cage and bring him to uh, the, the Humane Society Center, I guess, like is a good equivalent where they took care of him. Uh, crazy experience, but I mean, that just kind of sums up the area we were living in for the first few days, like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it was very calming. I got to see some really cool sunsets and we got to save a puppy, which was, which was really fun. 
So after that, we went on our journeys. We went to Jeju Island and everything. Like I said, not going to go too much in depth about that. You'll see it in the videos. But what I do want to go over for the back half of this episode of the podcast is I went ahead on Instagram and I asked you guys some to submit some questions because today we're doing another vulnerable Q&A. Now, I like doing Q&As because they're, you know, honestly, they're easy content. It's It's fun to talk about whatever questions you guys have. And I don't know, it's, it's cool because you guys get to hear kind of what's on my mind and what you're actually interested in. And uh, we did one a while ago, but we're going to do one again here. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just pulling up the Instagram story here. I'm going to try not to edit this episode. I, I try to keep them pretty unedited because that's how the voice memos are, right? It's just a, it's such a friendly chat. So let's go over some of these questions. Thank you. If you submitted a question, <clears throat> at weekly voice memos on Instagram. We're very close to a thousand followers. Please follow us. Anyways, back on the responses. Uh, first question. Let's, let's go through here. First question from jellyfish pop 1734. How do you deal with small things that make you panic way more than they should? Ah, panic attacks, uh, the, the best. Um, (laughs) honestly, man, here's the thing. So during this trip, I had a lot of like anxiety mostly about like staying relevant and posting videos and you know the classic things that like content creators stress over i'm sure if you listen to other content creators platform or podcasts they've probably talked about this before but one thing that's like really stressed me out in the past year has been the instagram account for for the brand at keeping it wholesome i don't know what to do with that account like half of the stuff is my content half of the stuff is like promoting the merch and we're constantly losing like 50 followers a day or like 600 followers a month for the past like year. I don't know what to do with that. Everything's kind of up in the air and it's always stressed me out. So like taking a month off was very stressful for me. Uh, and it's, it's, it's hard on my mental health, you know? And one of the nights when we were staying in the hotel in Seoul, I woke up at like 4am. Couldn't go back to sleep. Like I literally couldn't go back to sleep. And what I had to do is I rolled over. I, I, looked up how to deal with anxiety or panic attacks, which is like very low (laughs) for me. Like I I was like, dang, like I'm really down bad, Uh, but it shouldn't make you feel that way if you have to look up videos. I mean, one of my best YouTube videos is a video to watch when you're sad. Like, um, you know, it, it, it helps. And so I came across this video by Dr. K or like the healthy gamer GG. If you don't know him, he's like a Twitch streamer that kind of Uh, deals more with mental health and mental health creators really great guy and he had this breathing technique so i guess we can talk about this breathing technique because it actually helps uh let me let me see if i know it (sighs) yeah so basically (laughs) this is gonna sound so weird i'm like showing you guys how to breathe but (sighs) okay sorry just trying to get it right so basically if you're feeling anxious you want to lay down right and the way you breathe is you breathe in sharply so (gasps) And then you breathe out very fast and hard through your through your mouth. So now it sounds really dumb, admittedly, but just breathe in fast through your nose and breathe out fast through your through your uh, through your mouth. And I don't know why, but that actually genuinely helped me. Didn't really help me go back to sleep or didn't help me that much long term. But I think that's like a good tool you can use is like a breathing technique, right? And it's cool because it's actually something you can do, right? And, you know, for the rest of the trip, I I had a lot of anxiety, but I realized, like, I'm the least anxious when I'm moving. 
Like when we're traveling, we're driving here, we're doing this today, we're doing this today. I don't have time to really sit down and, and kind of fester in, in my own anxiousness or, or thoughts. And I find that that helps. So maybe just trying to go out and leave your room. You know, just leave your room. Leave the place that you're feeling anxious in. Leave your house. Leave. Just go for a walk. Do something where you're moving and just thinking about what you're doing. And I find that that's a, a temporary solution as well. And near the end of the trip, I realized that where I'm at is at the beginning of a lot of great things that are going to happen to me. So that kind of helped me out knowing that like whatever I'm doing now is going to lead to something, something better. And I kind of came to that conclusion, but as for anxiety, like it's always going to be there, at least for me, like I get really anxious because there's a lot of different things to manage and and things happening that determine my own self-worth and how I view myself. And it's not healthy at all, but like that is how it is. And I'm still trying to deal with that. I have a few ideas on how I'm going to do that in the future, but I'm not sure if I want to share them yet, but just things that I might change in my life because these things make me really anxious. And even this podcast was started because I got a lot of anxiety or, or wanted to talk about my feelings, right? So that's an important thing to to kind of talk about is just to like find ways to express yourself, do the breathing exercises, and hopefully you can kind of push off this anxiety and try to honestly try to identify the things that are making you anxious or sad or it's always a good thing to identify the root of the problem what are you getting anxious about why do you feel that way just ask you the, yourself those questions i'm in that process right now and a lot of things might change of how i'm interacting with the brand or, or my own content you know uh, so keep that in mind things must change for you to feel different you know let's see what else there is uh, how do i comfort a friend desperately in need uh, clover's cloud asked me this I'm, you know, I'm not the best at this, you know, I wouldn't say, uh, but something that always works is send a voice memo. Just send a voice memo. Don't text them. Don't, you know, you can call them. Calling them is probably good, but a lot of time people who are going through a bad spell won't really want to get on a call. You know, that just might be added pressure. So just send them a voice memo, make sure they're okay. And a good thing to note is that you need to know if they want advice and, and want their problems to be fixed or you to give them specific advice on what to do or if they just want comfort. So make sure you distinguish that and ask them if they want advice or comfort and then just send them a voice memo. I find it always works. And if you're really like, you know, if you really want to get out there, send them a letter in the mail. Uh, I think those, those things go a long way. What's one thing you wish would have lasted forever from angry snowball yo this you guys are coming with the heat today what is one thing you wish could la so i guess it's like anything in general that, that would have lasted forever so like something that kind of like faded off um let me, let me think about this for a bit what are things that have kind of fallen off in in my life you know what i i actually don't know if there's anything that i wish would have lasted forever as much as i like get stressed and anxious and upset about things that I'm going through right now and constantly feel this like rain cloud over my head and I guess I was a bit dramatic but I mean like I, I feel like where I'm at at this point is an imperfect place right not a place of an enormous amount of happiness or happy moments but I feel like everything that happened in my past like that had to end happened for a reason and yeah there are things I regret and things I look back on and wish hey I wish this would have gone better was said something like this but like I don't think anything Actually, you know what? There is one thing. I wish Wholesome House or spending time in Montana with my friends and creators would have lasted over a month um, because that experience was amazing. Being there with all my friends, I wish we would have spent more than a month there, maybe even like a full year together. Um, I'll, I'll go with that. You know what? I'll go with that. Okay. La, Cludof La, La Cladovica. La Cladovica? Interesting username or name. Um, 
Sorry, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just hard to pronounce. Or maybe I'm just dumb. Anyways, she asks, how do you not trust someone too much? How do you not look for comfort by opening up too soon? Um, This is a difficult one because, like, I'm personally an oversharer, uh, if you haven't noticed by this podcast. Um, And it is a scary thing to open up because you don't want to, like, open up too fast and, like, push someone away, right? Like, you know, you, let's say you just go for a coffee first time meeting someone. Like, by the way, I'm depressed. And by the way, this happened. And by the way, that you know, <laughs> you know, it's like it's a little much, right? And it's hard because you have to, like, read the room. Because sometimes in the right circumstances, you can kind of open up to someone and they can open up as well. And it's a beautiful, intimate moment. The thing is, like, I, I think the biggest thing is you have to make sure you're not, like, depending on someone. Right? Like, there is a difference between looking for to someone for advice or looking looking for comfort in another person versus depending on them. And I think if, if you think about it, you probably know what when you're depending on someone, right? And even if you're depending on someone, maybe you just text them like, hey, like I'm not doing well. I just need someone to kind of hear me out or be there for me for just a little bit. Going to do my best to kind of like tackle this on my own as well, right? So give them a heads up. Just be honest about how you're feeling. I think in general, like a good piece of advice is just to be honest about how you're feeling. Be open. And if someone takes your vulnerability and just like says, hey, that's dumb, that's cringe, whatever, like, okay, that's just a reflection of who they are, right? But don't be afraid to like be honest about where you're at and then open up, right? But I think in general, like, it's definitely a difficult question. Uh, I know a few people, like, we all know those people that it's very easy to open up to, you know, those like social butterflies or people who are really good at reading the room. Like my friend Aiden, uh, he's so amazing at just like being the glue that brings people together. And I feel like those people are like who you kind of look towards for guidance in situations like this, because I'm not one of those people. It, you know, um, but I, I think the best piece of advice I would give you is to like just read the room and also make sure like everything is clear in this relationship or situation. Like, hey, I might have to rely on you for a bit, but I'm working on myself. And just in general, just to zoom out and know where you're at emotionally. And if you're dumping too much on this person, you'll probably be able to tell. Right. Uh, and, it, you know, most relationships. Uh, will eventually have to be give and take. So uh, just keep those things in mind. And I think it's pretty easy to tell right away if you're being honest with yourself, like kind of where you're at. And, you know, if you find yourself like being super, super, super dependent on someone, and it's okay to be honest with yourself and say that. Like there have been times in my life where I've been very dependent on the people around me. Uh, You could even consider like maybe going to a therapist, you know, and their advice that they would give you is probably... uh, very very good (laughs) and just in general that's kind of like what therapists are for right so you know when we're going through these mental things it's important to be also like responsible about like who's giving you good advice and whose advice to take and and just to look out for yourself and know that professional advice is sometimes like miles beyond what you could get you know um just a few few thoughts all right one sec guys i gotta take my dog out i'll be right back all right guys but i just got back from taking my dog out um He's getting a little older, so he has to, like, pee in the middle of the night sometimes, which is kind of sad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's basically it for this episode. I was going to answer another question, but I'm getting a bit tired now, maybe because I took my dog out. But, anyways, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast this far. Uh, sorry for missing a week, but I, I I was thinking about it, and I didn't want to pre-record, like, another episode in a row, you know? I'd rather just kind of come back from my trip and been in the present moment and kind of shared what I was thinking there. What's so cool is like 
when I look at the podcast viewership, there's like a baseline of people who always come back. Um, and there's a group of you guys that like continues to come back to support, which is the coolest thing ever. Seeing that is incredible. Like, of course, in the beginning, like there were a lot more people listening to the podcast, but that hasn't weaned on weaned off. Is that the right word? That hasn't like decreased in size that much. And, you know, it's not a large number of people, but the people that do listen to this, like you guys mean a lot to me. Thanks for hearing me out. And, you know, being the audience for this therapy session. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I recorded one of these, but feels good to be back. Love you guys. And as always, keep it wholesome. I'll see you next week.